What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, DC, host of the What The Shit Podcast. I want to thank y'all for listening. If you could, go to the Facebook page, What The Stuff Podcast. Become a member of the crew. Also, you can hit us up on Instagram, What The Shit underscore podcast. Catch us on iHeart and everywhere else. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. We would like to thank Paramount Pictures for sponsoring today's show. What's going on? As I, I don't know. My, I was going to say, I'm like, I, I just seen a picture. It wasn't nothing coming out. Oh, nope. damn. Okay, well, Jonathan Reeves Meyer stars in the sci-fi <laughs> thriller Wife Light, now streaming on Redbox. In the near future, an artificial human begins to question her reality as memories of her past begins to resurface in a world where nothing is as it seems. Wife Life streams right now instantly on Redbox and on demand and is rated R and is brought to you by Paramount Pictures. And we would like to thank Paramount Pictures for uh, sponsoring today's show. Uh, right on, shout out to Paramount win, Pictures. Yes, and you can actually win a copy this weekend. I'm giving away five digital codes sometime this weekend, Sunday, Saturday, who knows? You never know. Chris, what's going on? Um, 
Not much, man. Uh, it's Wednesday. What the shit Wednesday? We always got some. Our Tuesday, what is it? Our Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays always be locked in. We working men out here. And what I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, is we are seeking sponsorships all across the board. My man over here has got his convention getting ready to pop off for next year. Some things is happening. Conference, conference. Yes, conference. Let's get them. Conference that might take place at a convention, but it's a conference. Indeed. Yes. So, you know, so we, we seek we seek in all those type of things. Oh uh, man, it was good, man. Uh had just a couple spots to do before the job today. But other than that, man, I was looking forward to doing you know, when we get in front of the mic, I look forward to us doing our shows. Because you know, we even though it's the we've said it before, we've always said we got like this nervous energy, but that's the that's the good energy we always looking for. We're always looking for that. We we get amped. We get amped, you know. I know what Jimmy Fallon and our senior hall feel like now. That's that it's, that's that feeling. They say if you don't have nerves, you're not doing something right and you don't like what you do. Uh my day was cool, man. I played Madden all day. Uh shout yeah, out to I was about to say, how was it? I was about to say, how was it? How's uh, it man, turning out? Fun. Um, I'm enjoying playing Madden again this year. For mm-hmm. those who don't remember last year, I did a a uh video about it and i wasn't too happy but this year uh you know it's a little better still working out the kinks man but i love football so you know any chance i get to run a team as a coach again and not have to be on the hot sidelines and listen to people who cry about their son not getting enough time you know little johnny <laughs> sucks absolutely positively sucks but little cool. johnny's a bastard little johnny's a- yeah, Those man. don't know who yeah. little Johnny is. There's a shit ton of jokes watching. about hey, little Mom. Johnny. Hi, my mom's watching. <laughs> <laughs> so I hey. gotta be on my best behavior. Uh, <laughs> anyway, fuck that shit. What's next? Let's get to the headlines. Let's do it. Let's get Let's to the it. headlines. Uh, today, LeBron inked the contract that made him the highest player in the NBA right now. Two years, almost ninety-eight million in them things. Uh, two more years in LA. Sponsor. We're not even talking. Uh, commercials. That's just and, NBA and, money. That, yeah, man, that's just the NBA. Three billion dollars just sitting there. Uh, don't know. It's cool, but it's crazy. Uh, what just else? a kid from Akron. Yeah, man. Kid Cudi said he is not fucking with Kanye ever again. Ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he will never talk to Kanye again, so that's too bad. Uh, speaking of too bad, Serena lost her uh, opening tune-up match to try to get ready for the U.S. Open. She's on a retirement tour, and it ain't looking yeah, too good right now. Yeah, you got to go out. She got to go out on top, though. Nah, well, she, she just, ain't. Yeah, that's not a way to. Go, that's not a good way. Yeah, it's not a good way to start, my dear. You wanna? Listen, it's Serena. Let's just put it that way. We know Serena, know. Got Serena some heat, ain't Serena but we right can't. now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Serena looking real bad. Uh, but in good news, She Hawk drops at 3 a.m. And I cannot wait. I will be up. Um, Do not text me. I'll 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 get up like two hours later and I'll be watching it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Uh in a, in, going back to the NFL. Teams are starting to make their cuts, man. It's, you know, the crazy thing is Labor Day is like the day where a lot of cats get cut. You figure Labor Day is a work <laughs> holiday. And 
you losing your job on Labor Day, that got to be the worst feeling ever. Not only can you not wear white after Labor Day, but you might not even have a job after Labor Day. <laughs> Fucking. It's a good look. It's, I, you know, last season was kind of, <sighs> you know, but this season seems to be a little different. You know, especially with all the cuts that's happening. It, it might be some, we might be pleasantly surprised this season maybe uh speaking of surprise swiss beats and timberland and filed a 28 million dollar lawsuit against triller because uh they ain't got all their money from selling verses so they're trying to get they only got two payments and then it's like you know what i'm gonna have to hit you on the 15th with my check clear uh i ain't got all my scruples right now it sound like oh man (laughs) like me Uh, i know i'm hitting some people with that line man i'm gonna hit you back man i'm gonna so is my check clear, man. I'm gonna be <laughs> no, nah, but you know that that's, that that just goes to show you got to get that up front. Now, now look at verses. Yeah. You know, it, it's probably one of those highly sought after uh, venues. Whenever something come up, except for that last, even if it's a bad matchup, it's always something to watch. Like that last one they did with with. Omarion and, and Ray J and I don't Ooh, know what the Ray hell was J, happening. Yeah. In, I don't know what the hell was happening in that one, but that's what made a lot the of show you thought you were going it. to get. Yeah, the, the the show you thought you were going to get, you got something else, and yet it that's what still made it entertaining, you know. So, uh, yeah, sometimes you got to get that up front. You got to you got to get that before yeah, that ink dry. Up front. Uh, right. What else we got? Uh, the game dropped a 32 track album and I didn't listen to one track. I'm cool on the game. There's nothing I need to hear from him. Uh, I heard it was all right. I just ain't doing it. Even, uh, even got a diss against Eminem, which I'm cool. I, I don't know. Why. I don't need no parts of that. Um, <laughs> coming up this weekend, man, the UFC, you got Umas fighting Leon Edwards and Leon Edwards. Don't think Kuman is the best ever. I can't wait to see that, man. I love a good USC fight. I don't have to pay for it, so it's all good. You know what I mean? Speaking of, of good I don't know what's in sports entertainment. I mean, UFC is cool. I like it. I like to see somebody get their ass whooped. Uh, speaking of getting their ass whooped, uh, Monday Night Countdown added RG Thrizzle to the uh, as an analyst. So I can't wait to him not talk football because he couldn't play football. But you know, it's either here than there. He wasn't known for having a good lineup neither, but oh man, my man with the supercuts every year. <laughs> the supercut lineup. That's right. He had the supercut lineup. That I don't know what that I'm like. That man lineup you. made Zach from Power Rangers look black. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nobody pulled that brother to the side and said, Look, man, here, go see my barber down there and get you together. Did he have a barber? Like, I just no, nah, if you not even going to supercuts, <laughs> damn, it's uh, it's yeah, looking, look, man, the, it's... the look you have is like you're looking at a picture of me right now. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, you, you didn't have any kind of intervention at all when it came to being, you know, have your own. I seen who he was dating, I knew. Uh, nobody loved him. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I Elephant in the nicest, <laughs> nicest way possible. When I seen who he was dating, I was like, he would never see another kinda, barbecue writing, or black haircut again. Yeah, I'm surprised he got cornrows now. Like the fact he got cornrows now is shocking to me. He must have found some uh, shred of uh, blackness somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> but shout out to him, man. You know what I mean? You know he's doing good. His post NFL career is better than other. You know, some people sitting on the couch. You know, before that's coming in, I want to ask you about that. Do you think, in most cases, when it comes to being an NFL or NBA analyst, if they fare better? Coming from the players, it fares better, and they and their career does better off the field. Yeah, because most of them, uh, like the ones who become great analysts, nine times out of ten, were shitty players. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that uh, mathematical math uh, works like that, but it just seems like the players who, if they could have took their own advice while they were analysts, while they were players, might have been better. Um, mm-hmm. It just, I don't know why it works out that way. You know, you have a few exceptions, Shaq, Charles Barkley, but they do more in-studio stuff. They don't do play-by-play. So they're, I mean, it it, it, it varies yeah. for everybody differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. One last thing. I got to shout out Baker Mayfield. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the first game of the season this year. I might actually watch a Cleveland Brown game for the first time in my life <laughs> because I want to see if he's going to torch his old boss. Like, that's like, it's intriguing to me. Like you trade him to the team that you got to play first, and your quarterback that what you got to pay. <laughs> oh, he hurt. Um, he's sitting on the couch. He's chilling. <laughs> um, but no, like it's about to be. I don't know what to expect this year, but I know I'm looking forward to that first game because uh, we live in Ohio, and I have a lot of fan friends who are Cleveland fans, and I have one in particular who. Every time he opens his mouth, uh, the balls of the Baltimore Ravens drop out of his mouth. I don't know why he got their name in his mouth so much. But he seems to love to try to downplay us when your quarterback is out here getting his uh, thighs touched like Wingstop. <laughs> Them nugget-sized thighs. Um, <laughs> the Karen thighs. The hot yoga yeah. thighs. <laughs> like your quarterback legally can't get a massage outside of 32 states. <laughs> This is, but you, you know, got a nerve to try to come at me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. I mean, like, you can you can talk as much as you want, man. It's cool. Like, I enjoy it because I can talk back because you ain't won a Super Bowl since uh, Marion Barry was doing coke. <laughs> Not so, Marion Barry. That's the last, that's the last <laughs> I've heard. Uh, Not Marion Barry. The you ain't won a Super Bowl Chicago, since Al Sharpton been big. <laughs> you ain't oh, won a meaningful man. game since ever. Like, I mean, I just it says. But I don't lot. hate. I don't hate. Um, I just wish him the best. I'm gonna worry about my team and do what we need to do and wish him the best, man. But those are the headlines that I have. Um, I mean, it is what it is. Like you know. Um, but there is some things I want to talk about. Um, before. One of our guest shows up. Um, I made a post the other day. Um, philosophical question I have as I drive down the road, work in my work truck, and I think about things and things in my head. And, then, and the thought that popped in my head was, 
I will never understand fake love and support. Um, and a lot of people made it about the people. It's not the people. It's the, the idea that somebody wakes up every day and throw fake support behind a cause they don't believe in, or mm -hmm. they, you know, say they care about somebody or they care about somebody's work, but they don't really care or show it other than when it's convenient or it looks good or uh, there's a lot of people already liking the post. So they throw they, their thumbs up on there just to, you know, be a part of the conversation. Um, to me that it just, it's a wild concept that somebody will have the audacity to be mentally stable enough to be like, I don't really care about what this person is doing, but because there's a lot going on on this post, let me throw my thumbs up there in there so people can see that I, I care about you. When in all actuality, you really don't. Um, and I've never understood that concept. Like that's a, a crazy thing for somebody to do that. And I always, I want to understand why people do that. Like the root of the matter. Because I, I see it all the time. I don't. I think it's because it's so prevalent, especially with social media, that you have people who are you do have genuine people who are in the social media game who are really about their business, who are really about yeah. the cause that they're putting forth and everything else. But then you have the other part who are just trying to be seen. Uh, they flash in a pan attitude, these microwave attitudes they they want to jump on the hottest thing at that time you know and i get what you're saying I, you know i see i see it and i i watch you you seen you seen what i said when i responded to it it was like i, I watch people's moves i literally watch people's moves and, and somebody said the same thing somebody was like oh well that's just what people do but why mm -mm. is my question when like, i what, don't are you sad are you unhappy are you Genuinely, oh, it like, leads to really something. There's some form of, yeah. There's some form of unhappiness, uh, you know, or or want in that in that particular person or whatever. Like, because and some people just like to be glory hogs, or you know, like they they got to be a part of that. Whatever that is is happening at that time. You know what I mean? And I think that's what it is. I think it's a movement of, hey man, I want to ride that wave too, so I'm gonna jump on after the fact. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's cool. There's no, I mean, sometimes people catch on late, you know, everybody jump off the porch at different times. It's just, there's some people you can tell it just, it's just arterial. It's just something different you that they're it. doing it for. And it ain't the same. It ain't genuine. And it ain't um, artificial. You know what I mean? It, it's uh fake. Like I see it all the time and it's just, I was driving. It was about eight in the morning. I hadn't had coffee yet, so I had to wake myself up. And that's the thought that woke me up. <laughs> that was the, that's the one that did it. Yeah, it was like, ah. And I see it in my head, and the light bulb went off. And I was like, damn, this is crazy, because I see it all the time. You know, I see people work with other people. And then after they get done working with them, the one person who is, you know what I'm saying, they supporting, they're, they're shouting it out, you know what I'm saying, they're trying to promote the other person. No promotion. No words. Mm -hmm. No nothing. It's just like. I'm gonna yep. let you do the work, but just put my name on it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a weird thing. I've seen that often. Uh, and like I said, I watch when people 
do those kind of moves. And I always say, okay, maybe in a business sense, I will probably work with that person on a business side. I don't get my expectations up on it neither. I'm like, okay, if you didn't have the, I guess, the fortitude to either share a post, get behind a cause that's that you truly believe in, or anything for that matter, then you're just in it for the wrong reasons. Like we do this, we do these, we do our shows because we love what we are talking about. You know, we, we you know, yes, it'd be nice to get paid. <clears throat> oh, it's eventually coming. I ain't worried. About yeah, it. yeah, you know, it, it, it's coming, but. At the same, you know, when within all of that, we still do what we do. We do it because we love it. You know, we don't do it just to be a part of something, I guess you could say. You know, like, oh, I want to be seen. Hey, look at me. Like, no, this is something we like doing. We like doing, we like doing what the shit. We like doing bird's eye view. We like talking about the shit that we on. And indeed. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I can't really explain it on the end of the people who are doing it for the wrong reason. I can't really get behind them anyway, but it is moving on from that. I do want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to Celeste and Leah Brown, who are two sisters, uh, Les Lamar Lester. Um, they are defining enterprises. Um, they have, Hi. okay. Cause I'm live. Yeah. <laughs> Thank no, you. Hey, let's see you <laughs> Beauty of life, people. Um, oh, no, my wife just came home. Um, she's happy because she started a new job and it's just beautiful. Um, so times have changed. So she come home a little later. Um, but no, um, the Brown sisters and Mr. Lesser, they have defining enterprises. Underneath that, they have defining lots and defining essentials. Um, defining essentials is a retail vending. I don't even like calling it a vending machine. It's a automated retail machine. Um, they have two the right new now. And yeah. And Akron Canton airport and they're wonderful. They do advertisement, um, all kind of stuff, man. And they're a part of this pilot program with, um, okay. Uh, they're a part of this pilot program with Akron Canton airport. Um, so much love to them. Make sure you guys go follow them, support. And uh, if you got a little extra coinage in your pocket, man, throw some investment behind them because what they have going on and what they got going on in the future, whew, it's uh, it's dope to see, man. But like, I, but the biggest takeaway for me was you have, and they're from Akron, Ohio, so they're local products. So you know what I'm saying? It ain't like they from California trying to you know input here. No, they were born and raised here. Um, and the biggest takeaway to me was it's two sisters who little girls can look up to and see like, okay, I can do business because I see them doing business. So the role model mm -hmm. factor to me was like the biggest takeaway because they did all the research. They did all the groundwork. They did, you know what I'm saying? They, they're building something and they're not taking shortcuts. They're not, right. you know, out here doing crazy stuff to try to get money and none of that is, it's a, Solid business plan, solid work ethic, and just amazing um, knowledge. So I got to shout them out because they were on the Chambers Effect Monday. Well, Sunday, which aired Monday, but 
Yeah, man, it was beautiful. Um, got to talk to them. Their first time being on a podcast, which was great. Um, I was the first, first one. So first of many for them, though, because they the way they moving, it's only it'll a matter of time before. Yeah, it'll happen. You know, the business is popping. So I'm glad to say I was uh, the first step on that journey because they actually did a news. They had a news uh, report about them. So, man, that was beautiful. But, yeah, man, I just, I don't know. Um, what happened last night? Besides Blur's Eye? Yeah, there was something that happened last night. Um, oh, some Karen somewhere did something. Um, don't know why, don't know where, don't know where. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, I'm like, we did something happen last night? Nah, there's just, it's just, ah, uh, you there's see There's a Karen there, somewhere. Just... There, there's a Karen somewhere who's done something the night previous and the night previous before. We don't know where, but we're sure she's out there. Skittles, taste the rainbow. That's all I As got. I look around <laughs> the landscape of the world, man. I just two things struck me. One, people are fucking awesome when they are using nothing to get something. Um. I seen a kid the other day, man. He was out here selling just like cups of water. Innocent. Just cups yeah. of water. A dollar a cup. A dollar a cup. And he was banking. You know why? He had a cute factor. Cute little kid trying factor. to sell water. How can you turn it down? You can't turn it down. A cute little kid selling water. I don't care how much it is. He was selling water and he's making money. It's amazing. I've never, well, I haven't seen something like it, but you know, little black kid just selling water by the cup loads for a dollar. And he had, he had a routine though, Chris, he had a routine. He was like, hi, sir. I'm selling water. (laughs) They hit you with the, they hit you with the olive. And then he looked down like this. Would you like to buy some? (laughs) I was like, hell no, kid. Water ain't a dollar. (laughs) But then I gave him two, man, just because he's out there hustling. Well, um, see, I can I can appreciate because even around here, you know, you got a lot, and 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 I don't know if people have been paying attention to the news, but there's a lot of there's a lot of high schools who are having to which, postpone some of their first games because they don't have enough helmets, they don't they're not getting them back in time. It's a whole bunch of stuff, but I want you all to pay attention. Because it's always the inner city schools. Well, of course. You're not going to have a little Johnny out there without no helmet getting his head rocked. Because I, I bet you Amherst, I bet you Amherst ain't got no problem getting their first game off the, off, the, off the ground. I bet you that. So when you see a lot of these kids out here, you know, like you, like you said, you see a kid down there selling water up here in Cleveland. We see, we see them all the time selling bottles and everything else you know, whatever they can get to kind of support their, their team, help them out because obviously it's harder for the inner city schools. It's harder for these little league football squads that are in the inner city to get the equipment that they need to get the funding that they need, because it's always something is, it's just one more rung on the ladder for us to fight the forest to climb on. So, at least we can support each other in that venue. 
Also, parents, y'all made it. Y'all made it. You made it to three months of kids running through your house, getting your good air out. Flies in there because they holding the door open. Food gone because they ain't got nothing to eat because they ain't bring their school stomach home for the summer. School's back in. Congratulations, you made it. You're welcome. You made it. Now they're the teacher's problem, not yours. These for eight hours a day. <laughs> you can restock the fridge. <laughs> now you can pretend to take off work because you're sick and sit around the house and do the shit you wanted to do during the summer, but you couldn't. <laughs> Little Timmy was around there ask for food and sandwiches every five minutes like he ain't never ate before. You're welcome. It's all, it's all your time, man. Congratulations, you made Timmy it. Timmy and I hunger for your soul. That's six the... months of him being a teacher's problem for eight hours a day. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. So, also, and there's something that I also wanted to address. Man, this is going to be tough. Um, I don't know how to. <laughs> well, you know, if it's like a band-aid, just rip that some bitch off. No, 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 no. Sometimes you got to be gentle. Um, um, anybody with Netflix, cancel your subscription right now. Don't ask no questions. Don't look at me crazy. Just cancel it right now. Just stop what you're doing. You can come back. Pause us. Come back. But cancel your Netflix subscription. Because they're upcharging you for a bunch of bullshit you're never going to watch. Ever. Last night, they talked about a movie called Carter. (laughs) And they couldn't tell me who was in this goddamn movie. It was a two and a half hour movie. And the only person they told me was Michael Coulter. Luke Cage was in this movie for 15 minutes. He dies in it. He's in there and he for, dies. The, black, the only scene. black dude in Korea dies on a bondage train. <laughs> that at the end they blow out the bridge. Wait, Spoiler you gotta hit alert. him with the you gotta hit him with the fin. You gotta hit him Spoiler with the Spoiler alert. It's a fin. two and a half hour movie. You gotta where they blow up the fin. bridge and that's how it ends. But that's what they want you to pay $69.99 for. Movies like that. Movies with nobody in it. At all. Michael Coulter. Only black dude in uh, Korea, and he died 15 minutes after being on screen. Oh Cancel. my god! Just <laughs> cancel it. Tune in to me. Don't ask Tune no in to Fury's uh, reaction reviews cancel this weekend. It. I'll be dropping a review on that. Day. Cancel it. Good lord. <laughs> Finn, yes, cancel that shit, Finn. dog. <laughs> like G Black, G Black was there. He heard the yeah, story. He it was he two knows, and a half hours of mayhem and mischief, <laughs> and then the last half hour, they blew up a bridge, and nobody knows what happens after that because the shit just turned. No, the screen went no, black. Last last minute of film. Everybody's That's dead. The bad the bad guys lost. Two hours and twenty nine minutes of film, and then bridge the last minute is just huh? bullshit. Turn it off. Cancel your subscription. Give it up. Don't even don't even ask no questions. You'll thank me for it tomorrow. You'll you'll be saving forty bucks, and you'll be happy because there's nothing on there <laughs> at all. Yeah, I can't. it's funny because he responded with the fit because he knows <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. Like Shout out hours. to popcorn the zombie with that one because he he's like, oh, they hit y'all with the fin. I'm like, yeah, they hit us with the fin. I will like, never dis- understand. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Like Disney Plus is about to go up. If they didn't have nothing, 
I'll be canceling them niggas too. Uh, I'm on the verge of getting ready to cancel them too, man. It's outrageous. But see, I can uh, let them slide because, like you said, at least they got something. You they they continuously are giving you quality content, you know, and it's theirs. That's the that's the beauty. It's theirs, opposed to Netflix. Like they can't even keep what's theirs. They can't even, you know, they create a show. You'd be like, okay, this one is my last one to two seasons, one to two days. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Um, I need to talk to DoorDash real quick. I'm not trying to pay 40 bucks for Chipotle, and I live around the corner. Um, shit's outrageous. Chipotle. Need y'all to get that fixed. I'm surprised like, people are still eating Chipotle. Um, I like it every now and then. Today I I was like Madden Chipotle. It's a good good combination. But my Chipotle was like twenty three dollars. I was unhappy. Wait, you know what? Let's talk to yeah. Why are you talking about DoorDash? Yo, fifty-two bucks for Chipotle, a ham sandwich. If you, if you if you get double chicken, triple chicken, yo, this working behind the the, the line. You ain't got to tell them that, especially when y'all giving out spoonfuls. That's why we ask for that. Oh no, that Chris, that ain't that ain't paper. your chicken. They got to pay. It's for not it. your chicken. <laughs> they have to pay for it. Um, one dude, man, one dude was cool. I had to fist bump him. Like I gave him a nod when I left because I got like mm. double chicken and mm. he didn't snitch on me. See, it's a good brother. It, it, it helps. We're in a recession, people. It helps. Every little bit helps. My man here probably starving that day. You know, he was like, oh, I, need, I, was. I need my protein. It was like when them um, late night commercials where they showed a little kid um, from Africa. <laughs> man, I felt like that. You gotta my hit him. You gotta hit him with that. That look. You gotta I hit him. Like, that little kid. That little kid look like. I heard angels singing and shit. I didn't know if I was about to die. Like I was. <laughs> it might have been the TV, but still at the same time, I was woozy, delirious. <laughs> what is going? I was getting ready to pass out. Hunger? I was like, Jesus, I got to eat. Hunger? Right? I feel my ribs. <laughs> You don't want to be like that Mickey Mouse. You don't want to be like the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, where he was slicing the bread so thin you can look, you can see through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. Or slicing splitting a pea. You split, shit, man. yeah, you split the pea between three people. That's that shit's wild. Oh, I've been there before though. I used to be yeah. still well, not used to be. I'm still poor. Uh, God created <laughs> belief. I don't know why people think I got money. Somebody hit me up the other day. Was like. And brought 40 bucks. I said, nigga, where do you think I got 40 bucks at? And I can just <laughs> give it to you freely without feeling the burn uh 20 minutes after I give you this money. Like, nigga, I don't got money. Like, people, uh, people, y'all need to realize me. Not all podcasters is out here bankrolling. Um no if y'all noticed this, but I got three hoodies that I wear. Black, white, and gray. I don't think, I think y'all realize <laughs> I just switch them up so you niggas don't realize. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once again, a recession. A recession. Oh, I've been in a recession my whole this life. Shit, I don't this know. Shit is out here. This shit we just do. know. And 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 for a record, it's funny you mentioned the forty dollars. That is now the going rate for anyone who needs a ride anywhere. I thought you was about to say something else. Oh no. 
I was saying, this ain't that kind of show. <laughs> Anybody Those that's are... the going rate for ass, if you ain't $40 or better. <laughs> um, I was like, no, no, you got to you got to charge higher than that. Um, no. Uh, hey man, yeah, whatever y'all, you know, people, however y'all negotiate that, prices out here in these streets, man, I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> you got nothing to do with it. But no, not people that kind of ask, thing, like, man. can you give me a ride? Remember, there was a time you were like, hey, I give you five dollars and take me oh, to the I spot. I stopped giving like, rides a long time yeah. ago. Oh yeah, I ain't I ain't done that in, in a minute. And then it went like, psh, you got ten. Now you like got twenty. Hell, twenty won't even do the gig now. Man, there was a there was a time. Hey, there's this. Yeah. Um, $39.99, right? <laughs> no, there was a time when I was giving out rides for free, man. I wouldn't even ask you for gas money. Can you remember that time? Did anybody remember that time back in 1962 where you could ride around for <laughs> about free rides and shit? That's feel like how long it's been since we had, gas we had moments reasonable. We were, we were living, we were living free, man. You know what? I realize look, now when, look, when, when I was folks talk about the golden age, you know. In a, in a time before time where, you know, gas was like a nickel, loaf of bread was like two cents. You know what I'm saying? You can get a house for $52, like a whole house. Like, you know, just saying, a whole house for $52. Why did, why did the housing, why did all the items go, why did everything that we live in by greed, greed go up except for our paychecks? You know why? Greed. Greed. Uh, before like 1982, there wasn't even an income tax. Like thing, there was, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. there wasn't no, no extra income tax. Nigga, you just pay what you pay. If it's six dollars, you pay six dollars. Now, if it's six dollars, I pay twenty. Yeah, because they're gonna try I don't, to find I a way. I don't understand. Find, try to find a way. Let but, me get off uh, my soapbox. It, it ain't that that's, bad. That's it's. Allegedly. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you forgot. Yeah, you did say the allegedly, allegedly. Uh, I was oh, in Columbus maybe, and went maybe. to, you know, because down there in Columbus, you know, they still got white castles. And I'm like, and they had a white castle in the middle. Why? Get some mozzarella sticks. Because it was mozzarella sticks. Who the fuck is keeping white castle in business and why? Columbus. You forget Columbus well, is a college Columbus town. is a different breed of people. Yeah. Like, it's a bunch of, uh, it's a subculture down there. Like, they, it's white a sub, castle. subculture. <laughs> I was the surprised to see white that. Castle. If you eat white no, castle, well, that's I'm no, pretty look, sure you eat rats um alive. Like just I was I was in Ashtabula yesterday up, for my job and was shot because you you ain't missing nothing. I, that was my first time being out there, and I'm like, getting, I hope I've this is the never last. been there. Yeah, you I've ain't always missing. thought that I'm was like, a fictitious place somebody made up when they wanted yeah. to get out of doing something. Like, man, you know what? I would, but I got to go to Ashtabula. <laughs> they actually they had a steak and shake out there, and I'm like, they still got a steak and shake. Right, where are steak and shakes in Akron? Where? Uh, Chapel Hill Mall. There's one down here in Canton. But being uh, me and steak and shake got a uh, fuck steak no and relations. shake. They got chicken tenders, man. They did have those. Didn't all they serve is all they serve is burgers. Nobody want y'all small ass paper thin burgers. <laughs> the, <laughs> and your shoestring potatoes. <laughs> they ain't even fries. Nigga, they give you forty two fries in each one. That's Indy Cat fries. That's the shit you get in the, in the in the in the chip section. I don't know, man. It's just it's it's too much. has changed. Like there's. 
And the weird part is it comes circular, like every now and then recession. Everything's back to normal. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus. Everything's kind of back to normal. Monkeypox. Is everything going to go back to normal? Because if something else hit, man, I swear to God, I'm. I'm no, because see, right now, it's cor- right now it's COVID, monkeypox, and. Uh, there was monkeypox in Akron, yo. Yeah. There was monkeypox in Akron. <laughs> I cannot believe. This shit's wild. That shit uh, is wild. I'm like, monkeypox. I'm like, don't y'all gotta. How is that even still? Didn't y'all get rid of that shit? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> like, and y'all still got it floating around. Like, pretty soon they're gonna say, uh, we got a first case of Black Plague. I'm like, Black Plague? What the fuck is this? The 1700s? I'm not doing with it. But uh, enough of us random raving, man. Coming all the way from Cincinnati. Uh, we got D Nash the Rapper. What's going on, brother? <laughs> What's, What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good, okay. man. You have a following. Yeah. Uh, you sent me over <laughs> some stuff, man. I was like, mm. Let's, first of all, I have to say rapping in Cincinnati, dope. Um, mm-hmm. Music scene in Cincinnati, man, is kind of crazy for those who don't know. Yes. Um, I kind of follow it because I got two brothers who live down there and they're um, rappers. So mm-hmm. like, there's a lot that goes on down there that people don't realize. A lot. But, but you have a crazy list of influences. Not really crazy. It's just a list that when you hear a rapper, it's not, you know what I mean, kind of the same. So tell the people your influences before we get into anything. Okay. Um, The first off, my, influ- my influences come from different genres and different, you know, music um, areas. So such as soul, neon soul, um, R&B, hip hop. Um, new age hip hop. My influences start like can start, you know, consist of Michael Jackson. You know, he was my first influence, my biggest influence. The reason why I do music because he was so influential. He was so into his artistry work. I had to really get really cohesive with that, and it really blended in to me as becoming an artist because you know I I appreciated the artwork that he made so much. And it goes on to, you know, people like Aaliyah, um, basically like having that angelic pureness as a mic on the mic presence. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really like when people show that presence, that that genuine presence, like like no other. I love that. You know what I'm saying? And it's an energy that you can't match. You know what I'm saying? It goes to, you know, Biggie, Tupac, The Gang, 50 Cent. Um, Nas, you know, very big influence. You know, he's the first rapper I actually listened to and really captivated all his storylines. Because I'm a storyteller, you know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm mostly a storyteller. Um, I talk about political rap and I'm very conceptual. So I got a lot of that. Yeah, I got a lot from him. Kendrick Lamar, Drake, um, Sade, um, um, Wu-Tang Clan. Um, Whitney Houston, and basically the list goes on. And it's just I feel like all those, all those influences are into me because they all make me 
into you know the artist I am today because I grabbed so much from them just to become who I am today as an artist. I like the fact that you mentioned those particular artists, and then the fact that you you're stating that you're you're a storyteller because that's what yes, every sir. last one of those artists are. They're storytellers, and they, and they mm -hmm. they have a way of weaving the political landscape, the social the social landscape within a storyline to kind of get you to understand, hey, like this shit is real out here. This is things going on that the news is not going to tell you. There's stuff that's going on mm -hmm. that you know you might not find out or there's stuff that's going on that you see on your block every freaking day. So I appreciate that. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Six mixtapes. Six mixtapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 150 downloads on your tape chapter 21. Yeah, yes. 300,000 streams in total on YouTube and counting. Yeah, yes, sir. Four albums with 10,000 streams. Five, five, yeah, five. It's five now since last five. since Yeah, since I dropped two weeks ago. It's, it's five now. It's five, yeah. He it's crazy. <laughs> he hey, work, it, baby, I love it. <laughs> gotta work. Gotta have the work ethic. You know. You know, work ethic is important to me. But here's right. a number I want to get to. Your, your the latest album that you dropped in 2021. Uh, before mm -hmm. this new one. Yeah. Twenty thousand streams in the first week. Yeah. That. Yeah. That was. That was exciting for me because I, I never got anything like that on one platform and it was just it was a sequel to my first album that everybody just enjoyed it's just like as an artist when you look at the work that you display you don't really know the effect that you do to people and the thing is it's just like when i released that project timeless when i made the second one everybody was very in tune with it they was like i can't wait and it was just and they loved it they loved it. I got so much feedback from it, so much love, and I appreciate it. And it's just, and it helped me grow. It's helping me grow because I, it's just how much people appreciate your art. And it's just, that's the whole thing with me. I appreciate how I'm putting my work in and how people are appreciating it. And I really, I just, I'm just really grateful that that happened. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's you know, it's humbling. Because 20,000 streams in the first week. Ain't nothing ain't like just be like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Next week it be fifty. Um, right. right? Is there some artists who you know mainstream that ain't getting that in the first week? Just streams alone. Um, yeah, you know, so that that's a big thing. Um, what would you say best describe your style? If you could say one word, this is the one word. If I had to put it on a billboard, this is me. What would that one word be? Um, pure. I like okay. it. Okay. Pure. Like it. I'm not gonna say because it, that that's that's a word that you don't hear in rap. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. you really you really don't. Is is a lack term? Is lack of term in hip hop right now? Um, Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Ooh. I didn't say that you said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um let's put you on the spot for a second. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do three things. One, favorite album mm -hmm. that you like. 
all time. Doesn't matter. All time. Now, later. Just an album that you was like, damn, this right here is a timeless classic. I can listen to this back and forth right. all day long. The influence is there. It's pretty tough. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a toss up right now, but I'm going to choose one. It's either between it's either between Thriller or Illmatic, but I'm going to have to give it to Illmatic. Illmatic is it, it, it's that one that it just says, yes, this is what hip hop is to me. This is what birthed me into into hip hop because I wouldn't be birthed without hip hop if I didn't listen to this project. Sort of say, Illmatic was it was so um it was so vivid the pa- the pictures he was painting with lyrics was just so vivid and descriptive it made you feel like you were in New York you know Nas really just painted that picture for you and it just it burst a flame in me because previously I was a writer I wasn't a rapper before like I um I was a writer at six years old I wrote like. I wrote my first story at six years old and I started drawing comic books. Like I used to draw, I was just always artistic, but the music side was never there until I actually listened to like Michael Jackson and Nas and so-and-so. But when I listened to Illmatic, it just, it sparked a, it sparked a burst into me. Can't go wrong with neither one of those. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say, man. That's, a of a, that's a hell of a matchup. <laughs> and you For real. You're right. You really can't go wrong. Um, I wouldn't be me if I didn't do this. Sorry, brother. Uh, I know the first time we met, man. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, worst album you ever heard? Worst. <laughs> I got worst. you. Sorry. I... <laughs> worst. Hey, it's a couple of them on my mind right now. It's a couple of them. Yeah, hey, I probably ain't heard of them, but there's some new albums that's like I'm not very, very fond of. But I'm going to throw one out there. Relapse by Eminem. Worst album to me. Relapse okay. by Eminem. I don't, did not, did not. It's like I look up to Eminem. I forgot to listen as an influence. They, he look. I look up to him too. But that album right there, smack in the face. Like, like what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Is that is that's the worst album to me because it's just like wow, this is a legend, and you just gave us this, and it's just like slap in the face. Yeah, uh, Chingy Jackpot still. Is <laughs> Mount Rushmore when that nigga said, "Give me what you got for a pork chop," and we actually was vibing to that shit like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fact that we let that nigga slide on that, ah, uh, we that's all deserve better. That's a um, <laughs> we all that. That's when I knew whoever was doing this shit when he said that nobody yeah. really know music. We we our musical <laughs> knowledge was trash. That shit. We let that nigga slide with that. I'm gonna repeat that. This nigga said, "Give me what you got for a pork chop." And niggas was like, "Yeah, give me, girl, give me what you got for a pork chop." <laughs> shit, you heard Chingy. Man. And we was all like, and some people was like, "This nigga said that nigga next to you bumping your elbows and shit because he." Shit was weird. Oh man, and it was. And they, they just thought it was the greatest thing ever. Right. Best line ever. <laughs> Niggas was saying that lines and talking to girls like, "Yeah, girl, give me what you got for a pork chop. Come on, <laughs> that's as bad as that literal pork chops." Um, shoes. <laughs> top. If you had to do a ra- ra- Mount Rushmore uh, mm-hmm. artist, who would it be? Uh, all time, all genres. Yeah, sir. All genres. All right, yep. all right. Michael Jackson, Nas. 
Marvin Gaye. Mm. Um, I'll throw in. Uh, I'm gonna throw. Ah, uh, man, who are? Uh, shit. That's kind. This is kind of hard, man. It's kind of hey, hard. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Boom. Whitney Houston. Um, Stevie Wonder. Oh, Stevie Wonder in there. These are some very, very classic uh, <laughs> artists you throwing up there. Like, you mentioned Marvin Gaye. <laughs> he hey, like, yeah. hey 26, 26, man. <laughs> uh, my dude, G Black, he's a rapper here from uh, our hometown. Uh, what, it would, that, what would be a good place if somebody was like, like us, new to you, where would you want them to start as far as getting in tune with your music? Um, I would really want them to basically, you know, get into the storyline because I'm very, very, you know, conceptual and I like to put things in chronological order. So, like, I would want them to go understand the story because through these albums, it's a chronological order where the first part of my life where I see a perspective and I and I basically go through it, I'm reflecting on it, and then I go back and I reflect on a reflection I had and see where I grew from it. And then in some of the albums, I do kill my former self to show that I've grown and I don't want to go back to that person again. So I'm showing growth as time, you know, reoccurs every year. So it's just a different experience, different vibe. I really want them to be into the albums, not really the mixtapes. I have a lot of mixtapes, but I would love them to be into the timeless albums that I basically um, dropped. Timeless one, um, Timeless two, um, Story of the Gifted. Um, I even have an album called The Lost Story. I would everybody that's very pro black and understand political rap. I would would love y'all to check. I would love y'all to check that out because it's nothing but a hundred percent political rap about pro blackness, about understanding the black man, the black woman. Um, Understanding the black kid, the black adult, all that in one album setting because a lot of people don't understand us. And I made that album. I always want to make that album because we don't have a booklet on us. People just look at us like stereotypes. They look at us like, okay, they're dangerous people. We see them on the news or animals or monsters. And the thing is, understand the origin, understand the background why this happened so i put this in this album the lost story because all of us have lost stories we we're our race is a lost story we don't even know where we come from you know what i'm saying that's why that title to me is so bold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i ain't gonna lie brother you uh you surprised me <laughs> um, in a good way though right right because that was deep Deeper than I thought the answer was going to be. Um, but that's why I like doing this. Because any preconceived notion you can have about somebody goes out the window. Yes, um, sir. Meeting you for the first time, we spoke very, which uh, cats out the bag, people. Um, his mom was actually on the show last week. So um, mm-hmm. there's that. Yeah. Uh, so it's a family yeah. affair, man. We, we we like all people here. So, but no, um, that answer was the right answer um i never like to say there's a right answer but that was that was the right answer like um mm. and that makes me now i gotta go listen to it um 
Yes, sir. <laughs> that 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 picture you painted just lets me know, like, you passionate. Yeah, the passion is there. Yes, sir. Um, the 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 vibe is there. Um, what do you think is missing from music, in your opinion? Uh, let me if think. there's anything, because you know, is the, the music is fine. Um. What's missing from music is, um, I say, originality, individualism. It's a lot of carbon copies of things. Nobody wants to be themselves. There's a lot of carbon copies because it's a monetary game behind that. So I think originality and individualism is what's missing in music. We don't have that no more. Everything sounds the same. Everything's aligned the same. Everything wants to be the same. And it's coming into, you know, an aniba of mashed up bull crap. So everybody doesn't want to do what they want to do. But the people that do are actually feeling free. They feel good and they're doing what they want to do. But guess what? They don't get the shine. They don't get it. Mm. The aniba gets the shine because it's the biggest thing you see in your our faces i was gonna say i was gonna the piggyback off of that i was gonna ask you do you see a, a light i guess at the end of the tunnel where there's uh, artists I, such as I yourself just, yeah what's that before you finish that i just want to i just want to let that answer breathe for a second just <laughs> i want people to soak that one in before they hear something else because because it needs to be said it, it's <laughs> Moment of silence for the Anibas. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Ask your question. No, I was going <laughs> Moment of silence for the Anibas. No, but do you see it like a, a light at the end of the tunnel for artists such as yourself, who are out here, Kendrick Lamar's, and everything like that, who are making that path, making that that tidal wave of music that's saying that's all cool but you need to see what's happening right here and it's happening in your face because mm -hmm. you're blinded. You're blinded right now. And, and by the time you are able to see, it's going to be too late. Um, To be honest, there is a light, but the gap is closing. And mm -hmm. the more that the gap is closing, the more we're not going to see the light. And, you know, further on in history, the, the light is not going to be shown anymore. We're going to be seen as, this, like I said, the Aniba is going to get bigger and bigger. There is not going to be any true speakers. And they're dying anyways. They're dying early. Just look at the people we have now. Like we have the, the true people that are the purest in our genre are dying early. Let's just say, a.k.a. Nipsey Hussle. He was one of my, I, let me throw him in there too because he's one of my biggest influences when it comes to the mindset, when it comes to do, this business and the music industry. I looked up to him since 2015, you know what I'm saying? And he was a, like, I looked up to his statements and how he spoke and how he came as a man more than his music. Surprising as that seems, I respected him and his, basically his drive through this music and keeping it real and keeping it as himself and not trying to be like this and like this. He was a light. Guess what? It closed when he passed away. Now, people think that 
Where's some other nips? Where's the nips? There ain't none. They're going to keep disappearing because this is what happens is either people get, you know, into situations and they basically try to do right and they die for it. We die for what we fucking believe in. We die for what we believe in. And that's what I'm trying to do as an artist. I'm trying to do whatever I got to do to shift the culture and open that light because it's closing and the more it closes, the more the genre is going to be not outspoken like it used to be back in the eighties. I said, I do that's dope. And he's right. You're right. I see. I see that a lot. One second. Um, <laughs> no, not for the answer. Um, I we got one more guest. We're gonna keep the music thing going. Um, I almost stole his name. This man's name. Um. <laughs> Like I was close to just taking his name right in front of him, just like a straight Jack move. Um, another Ohio kid, man. Another Ohio kid. Romance, the romantic truth. Name was almost mine for like 15 seconds. I swear to God, I was about to jack him. Um, you had to stuck with that name, man. Uh, How you doing? What's going on? Can you hear What's me that? all right? Oh yes, yeah, sir. oh yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. All right, all right. I'm just trying to get this lighting right, you know. <laughs> oh, you good, man. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Glad to have both you young brothers on, man. The music is uh, is the word for tonight. Um, What's going on, D-Nice? D-Nash? What's going on? What's going D-Nash. on, man? Doing great, brother. Um, all right, all right. Let me ask y'all a question. Um independent or major label independent mm. i'd say uh independent as long as possible but if the if the if it makes sense then you know you can transition to uh you know uh, a major but like i said i feel like you know once you have ownership as much ownership as you can you can negotiate that um it depends on how how broad you you want to go i think it's um it's great if you can stay independent and you can have uh, like-minded people that will come in and you can work together and grow. But uh, as far as, you know, I'm not necessarily against working with like corporate or majors or whatnot, but definitely not right off the rip. If it, The more you hold out, the more you can negotiate. So I think that's the way you got to look at it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are more artists who are recognizing that independent, when you have people like Chance the Rapper, you know, mm-hmm. realizing like independent just might be the way to go. When you have artists like Snoop Dogg finally getting Death Row Records and basically getting not just his masters back, but the masters of the artists who were on there and giving them back to the original artists. When you see that type of stuff, do you notice that artists are recognizing that it doesn't pay to go to the big labels in in so many ways? It, it you, you fare better going independent do you mm-hmm. see more of that happening uh go ahead sir well honestly i i see more of it but it's it's a small it's a small amount happening with it because his I'm, I'm gonna explain some things like 21 savage for example a lot of people probably don't know this he has an admin deal that's probably one of the hardest deals in the music industry to get is to get an admin deal Every artist wants an admin deal, but at the same time, the admin deal is you get 95%, label gets 5%, do a joint venture 
with a label, you have leverage, you keep masters in publishing, you just do a joint venture with the label to get your album distributed. More artists don't understand that once they have leverage, they can do that, but they're so blinded and they just want money paid up in front and they don't want to do the hard work. They don't want to go to that. They don't want to go to that direction instead of just working hard and stop being so motivated by the money because that's the, that's the thing is money because everybody mm -hmm. wants money. So the thing is with the end, with the independence thing, I would stay independent, but I would do a joint venture myself. Personally, I would just do a joint venture because the joint venture, they'll just distribute your music. They'll promote you. They will never own your publishing masters, none of that and you'll get a higher percentage you can get up to 65 to a 35 or you can get a 70 to a 30 or you can get an admin deal you know what i'm saying but it's very small amounts happening the young, nba young boy just got out of his um contract now he's independent he has leverage it would be kind of you know mistakeful if he actually signs him to another label because he has the leverage he has a strong fan base so it's just like we all just want to get to that, but we want to be independent as well. That's what that's my main goal, what I want to do. But I see a small change in the amount happening. Right, right. Well, I agree with that too. Um, for me, like I came up more on the like the uh, showcase talent show circuit. Mm -hmm. So um I'm a big advocate for that. So like some mm -hmm. of those uh, national national shows like America's Got Talent, American Idol, and all that. Right, right, a right. A lot of those when they first came out, they uh you know they didn't really give the the artists that that much. It was like the standard deals, you know. But one thing they did give them is national exposure quick. So as soon as mm -hmm. whatever that whatever their um agreement was, whether it was a two album, three album deal, once they fulfilled that, they were able to go ahead part ways or renegotiate depending on the success. Like if you look at Fantasia, she was like this third one to win and her, she still can turn a crowd. She still gets booked to this day or whatnot. So if it wasn't for uh, big ventures like that, they wouldn't have the, the backing. So I think it's, it's better like for what you're saying is, of course, if you're in a smaller market and you can get, uh, you find out what your niche is early. That's what I found out is like the mm -hmm. people who, tune in to what your music is and what you're about you can have you know like uh there's uh, something i'm learning about like uh just getting a thousand loyal fans oh uh, super fans super fans exactly yeah and you can live yeah. off of that and then you can those fans can bring a friend and then that's that's multi, that builds up the the your your fan base and then mm -hmm. now you have the ability to vote to book uh smaller venues and then they can bring you can sell tickets to them you can get emails and things of that nature so if you're doing the independent mm -hmm. route it is much harder to go that route but being me myself personally i like um you know that that uh those uh, events and showcases like the south by southwest and things of that yeah. nature where you can sign up you go to different cities you meet network with them because that's just what i love to do is talent shows because i'm a firm believer that motivated people motivate you so if you're in a market where there's a lot of people who are like okay they might see what you're doing but they don't really jump on and try to support you they like oh look at this guy hating that that can sometimes you know uh, limit your your grind. So when you're around other people who's doing that, you're like, oh man, oh he ain't gonna outdo me. Oh, this is all love. Let's work together. Let's make this happen. Then you know, right. I feel like you can sometimes go further. But you know, no, no, not to that. You know, indie is is the way to go nowadays. But I just feel like it works better when you uh, establish that that fan base to rock with you. You know, so. exactly. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot I was here. 
<laughs> I was I for real thought I was watching the show. Um, cause I zoned out for a minute. Was just listening. Um, yeah. nah, you guys made some really good points. Um, as a non-musician and a guy who can't sing and don't have a groovy name, um, I'm just out here. So I'm just learning from people like y'all, man, who got it. Let me ask y'all this. If you can get one feature and it was guaranteed and you was like, this is the person I want to get, who would you get? Like feature, like I got the guy, this guy on a song with me. Oh, guarantee. Um, for me, see, I I overheard you. I heard the uh, conversation, but I wasn't. Uh, my bad for coming in late. But uh, I know when you asked him, his his top, you know, people. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, like, I think it would be uh, probably right now, uh, Bruno Mars would be that stamp, you know, that stamp, like, mm-hmm. dang, you know. Okay. But uh, but but being that he's a, you know, his, his vocals are out of this world, you know. <laughs> Sometimes they like, we have a feature, you don't want the feature to outdo you. So that might yeah. be, but he would be my stamp. Like if I just rapped and had him do the uh, the hook, then you know that'd be my stamp. But um, that's as a singer. But as a rapper, I would probably say uh, uh, who, who I like. Um, my guy is a lot of people don't um, you know rock with him as much as they did. But uh, one of my favorite rappers in the current days is uh, Bob. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Man, really he's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my that's my guy. That's Bobby. where I get my from so yeah bobby ray okay okay um, okay or chance or chance the rapper would be one of those two so i mean that, that, that's that's how i rock with but you know yeah. it's just me I, I like all those guys i still rock yeah. with bob every now and then even though yeah. think he went crazy but me yeah. i like timeless classics so i still listen to some old stuff you know what i'm saying that yeah. the other day i don't know if y'all remember this song remember young la that song futuristic love Okay, yeah, yeah. I found okay. that the other day, and I was bumping that shit in my work truck, like, on repeat, man. That was my shit. <laughs> oh, but yeah, anyway, man, my man. bad. Uh, D-Nash, who would you? Um, It might be a not surprise, you know. Um, bro bro might say, like, yeah, that I could see why he probably chose that. I, I might just choose Drake because, like I said, Drake – he can he can he can flow into whatever I'm doing. Like he's a chameleon. And it's just like yeah. a record with Drake, like any record he does can actually catapult, you know, people's careers. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I can vibe with Drake artistically. So it's just like I feel like he could really set a standard point on that. Or a Kendrick Lamar, but I would choose Drake because I just feel like Drake is more of a a, a status symbol when it comes to like, okay. How you going to like develop your career? You know, you want to have a good resume. You know what I'm saying? Drake is one of those people. It's just like you gotta have. It's just he's one of those people on the checklist that everybody want to have on fee- as a feature. You know, Kendrick, he's cool, but at the same time, like I, I just feel like he he's cool, but marketing wise, Drake is going to be the better option for me because it's just he targets so many audiences, and and I just feel like the vibe what he can do to my tracks and we can just vibe artistically with Kendrick. I feel like we might bump heads, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we might bump heads. I'm going to be real. Like he's one of my favorite, you know, you know, artists, but we might bump heads, but I just feel like Drake could just go with the flow. Like, yeah. Cause you know, I like Kendrick, he's a super perfectionist and Drake, he just goes with the flow, what you want. So I just, I, I actually pick Drake. Yeah, Drake is kind of like, you know, I hate to say this, but I've seen somebody compare that to uh, say that he's kind of like 
the the R. Kelly of uh, of today <laughs> with the uh, <laughs> it, it, it being able to uh, commit, you know, change it up with the with the styles like at each era. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, as far as uh, yeah, celebrity, he's like the Michael, yeah. like Michael Jackson in a way. <laughs> well, yeah. as celebrity and sales, he's like the Michael Jackson of today as far as just the sales and popularity across, you know, across the globe. You know, not comparing to Michael of anything, but I'm saying yeah, as far as sales and popularity, his albums, like he's set records, like he's, yeah, he's up there. It'd be him and Kanye would be, I would love to see that versus, by the way. I'm going to just shout that out. Kanye hey, and Drake, hey, that would, oh, hey. <laughs> I would love to see that too. Hey, me and my friends yeah. actually did like a a fan made Drake versus Kanye, and oh, it, was it, it was a tie. It was a it was a tie too. Cause like I was like I, I was I was doing that, and it was like, man, we want to see that so bad. They got a big catalog, like crazy yeah. catalog. Twenty years, Kanye from the uh, early two thousands to twenty tens, and the mid two thousands, and Drake from twenty ten to current. I mean, yeah, that mashup, man, for real. <laughs> But, but I just, can't put Drake up there with Michael Jackson yet because Michael Jackson made grown men faint and cry. Hey, um, hey, yeah. hey, I cried when he died. That's that's I cried when he died. Me too. Me too, man. I'm not, like, not going to lie. I've seen that European tour. And yeah. I mm, that was like, oh, Michael. Yeah. Man. All you need, all, what what y'all need to have in y'all catalog is that uh, uh, is the Michael Jackson's uh, Bad Tour. That's on uh, DVD as well as uh, they may have it on Netflix too, but that's something that like, man, I, I watched it during the COVID and I had to watch that back like three times. He was just so flawless on that stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the thing about Michael though. Don't. Yeah, he was. And uh, the true story, like when he passed away, I was uh, uh, trying out um, for American Idol and they had a local one in, 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 uh, in Niles, Niles, Ohio. And so whoever won that, they got to go to Cleveland, a free route to like perform in front of judges or whatnot. And okay. literally right before I got on stage, uh, the announcement stopped. The announcer stopped. It was somebody before me. And they said, uh, excuse me, we want to make an a, a announcement. Uh, the King of Pop, Michael Jackson, has just passed away. And then everybody in the room gasped at the same time. And then she says, all right. And our next uh, performer is Caleb. Le you know, I'm like, oh, you know, so oh, I have to go man. after hearing like Yo, my hero. time <laughs> out. Hold on. Exactly. Like she said, just like a, almost barely a moment of silence. And like. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I had that moment. I Hold had on, that time moment. Out. You really want me to go on after you just told everybody Michael Jackson died? I'm supposed to follow that? Exactly. Like even even mm. if I have it together, they may not. They may not even be tuned in to me. At that yeah, they they're not. Yeah, exactly. And I and it was it was horrible because I I, I did I couldn't even think because just like uh you know uh, Dean Ashier, I, I was de de definitely influenced by Michael since I was like six seven years old as well. And mm, songwriting and just to find right, someone right, who had right. a similar sound, you know, it, uh, it was just. You know, everyone, people were asking me if I was okay because they knew that hey, all I would talk about Michael was growing up was Michael, you know, and singing his songs and everything. So, but yeah, we definitely lost, you know, the gold of the generation, you know, in entertainment. So. Um, speaking of which, your first song at the age of seven was You Are Not Alone. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> when I was, um, because, yeah, I was, um, you know, I was 90, I was about six or seven, yeah, um, and You and I Alone came out around that time, around, like, 96, 97, and um, so they were playing it on the radio. I was in the backseat, and uh, my aunt was, uh, had the radio turned down, 
And then um, I was humming and she just turned back and was like, is that you? And I was like, oh, you know, this is my song or whatever, you know. And uh, so I was just humming that. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my song. Yeah, so that was the first time hearing that. And I just started sing singing along, you know, another day is gone, you know, and then it just kind of hey, added hey, brother, to the I'm gonna tone. Need you, I'm going to need you not to be singing out here, man. We got. We had this conversation, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get to sing it and everybody's girls get to leave them on now they sending hate mail over here you got romance on there singing my girl that left me man nigga what the fuck's going on the guy never watch again <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. But yeah that's how it started you know then i eventually then i saw you know which everybody saw his reunion with his brothers in 2001 mm -hmm. and that was my first time seeing him live you know with everybody and i was just man i went out and bought that album the history album as well as the uh the Invincible album, his last debut uh, album, Alive, and then uh, yeah, I was just a fan since then, and it just inspired me to start writing my own songs and covers, and just kind of grew from there, you know. Um, I gotta tell the story about how we met the brother Romance. Um, we were at the <laughs> Million Dollar Baby event hosted by T Vix and Miss Dean. Yeah, um, shout out! To now we were doing interviews live, and I seen this brother walking around with this look on his face. Like this looked like he was just like super ready to go. And he was just walking yeah. around pacing. And I'm just like, man, that brother either really want to interview or somebody in this motherfucker owe him money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because <laughs> I'm looking at him like he looked me dead in my eye. And I was like, have a seat, brother. He was like, yeah. So he sat down. <laughs> and was and, right. And true's day, he was, I was like, yeah, brother. Uh, but he was like, so what's your name? He's like, Romance the romantic truth, and I'm a singer. I was like, the hell you are, brother. You look like you about to beat somebody's ass. He did not look like a singer. And that's, and that's my fault for trying to categorize what a singer should look like. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, but when we heard him on stage, I was like, damn. Okay. Brother Nice. Voice was there. Confidence was there. He just was nervous on the podcast. And I was like, we're going to get you out of that. Uh, yeah, we're gonna bring get you out of that, man, because that'd be the first step. Um, is media. Um, a lot of cats don't know that, but the fan base yeah. don't like you. Let me ask y'all this before I go anywhere else. What do y'all think about Chris Brown charging people a thousand dollars to take these weird pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I know that's way out of left field, but that just popped in my head out of nowhere. I don't know, don't ask me why. <laughs> hey, hey, it's funny. Because I was talking to my homies about this, and it was like, hey, man, like, should he do that? I'm like, um, I found out it was a VIP thing. So it's just like, yes. he's. And I was like, girls are paying VIP $1,000. So it's just like, if you're getting a picture, you get to talk to him, this, that, and the third. Um, Hey, by any means, Chris, man, get your bread, man. Like, that's why I feel like, hey, get your bread. I feel like, I feel like. If you want Chris Brown's a legend to me, but like, hey, if they want to pay that thousand, it's a lot of people paying that thousand. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, yeah, it was like it was for real. It's nuts. It's a lot. It's a lot. I see a lot. So it's just like, hey, if it's worth the price, guess what? Go ahead, man. Like they paying that you pay hey, what they they pay dog, what they worth. You know what that tells me? If a motherfucker tell me that. Ain't nobody buying your CD for $5. I'm going to tell you that goddamn lie. Because women out here paying $1,000 to rub their booty on Chris Brown for five seconds. Man. Mm -hmm. yep. Man. Yep. Don't yep. ever let nobody tell you that they can't afford what you got going on. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I think it's a marketing know your worth. Uh, know your worth. <laughs> know your worth. <laughs> yeah, know your worth. Exactly. And then a Plessy was uh, is great marketing too because you know um, word of mouth is still you know probably the best way to to market. We still could shit. Yeah. You can. It's a thousand dollars right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy, man. Dog. Yeah. And then I see like one picture, like some of these pictures, they're 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 creative. And yeah, they are. I think that was like like whoever came up with that idea deserve a raise. Yeah. Like that well, marketing yeah, right there. That was that was the PR marketing team. That was that, that's what that was. Because not only yeah. does it save his mm-hmm. image, it makes him look better, but women are paying these prices. Man, yeah. some dude right now is like, my girl just took a thousand dollars off the bank. I'm wondering where she going. Right, you see the social media. Thousand dollars out your account, your girl on live with Chris Brown like this. A thousand of them things, though, what bro. What is the rest of that money? <laughs> if I check my account, it's a thousand dollars missing. I don't know what I'm gonna do. That's crazy. <laughs> now we gotta find Chris. That's what you gotta do. We gotta yeah, find Chris. Like, I got Chris. <laughs> I need to refund. Hey, <laughs> she, she, she used the wrong account. Um, right. You gotta do that like do like that LeBron meme when he went ahead, just put his glasses on, grabbed his little bag and walked mm-hmm, off. and left. <laughs> Dip a little merce. Ohio music. Um mm. Cincinnati, Warren. Kind of polar opposites on the map. I'm, oh. I'm not sure because I failed geography or whatever that class is where they teach you maps. <laughs> but um, you're not in Ohio no more, right, brother? Mr. Romance, you down in Atlanta still, right? You back down in Atlanta? No, I'm um, well, my my uh, residence, yeah, it is in Atlanta. Like, I'm still a resident there, but I'm temporarily back in Ohio. So I'll be here for at least a year and then I'm going back. Yeah. So. So I'll be yeah, rocking out with you guys, and uh, hey, maybe I'll come down to uh, Cincinnati. You know, we have to get some shows or something, man. You know, collab. Yeah, yeah definitely. Imagine. I'm definitely trying to touch those. Why? Know, why not? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Why yeah. not? Hey, let's yeah, We got the vibe. We got the vibe. Um, let's network. I know somebody who can know mm-hmm. somebody who might be able to uh, exchange information for y'all, man. Some ugly dude, okay. man. Who wife just took thousand dollars in out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, that 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 is dope, man. I, I enjoy seeing that. But let me ask y'all, Ohio music. Where do mm. y'all think it ranks? Um, and where does the best sound come from? Mm. Well, I think most of our uh, the sound is is based off of uh, like a lot of bands, you know, like um, yeah, like the, the Gap Band, right? It's from here, mm. yeah, Gap Band, Ohio, Ohio players, players, Ozzy Brothers. Even. Uh yeah so yeah, yeah so we have some of that but most of it you know how you know we got the the the, the actors and um you know that are from here that branch out but, um, of course you got Bone Thugs Cleveland you know mm-hmm. so um, I feel like you know oh and um my other guy uh like Jennings I rock with him I rock with oh yeah him. John Legend too don't forget John, John Legend, Legend. Yeah. Yeah. Kid yeah. Cuddy uh, Kid Cuddy I think it's I think yeah. it's more of a cleaner a cleaner sound. And um, with its own little, like, you know, 
uh, I don't know, kind of like a stutter, stutter clean sound, depending on what, what you listen to. But, you know, I think it can also be universal. I think since the South, there's so much of the South music that's kind of taken over, you know, the past, like, I don't know, 10 years or so. It's more saturated with that, but you got artists out of Chicago, so you know. But Midwest, you know, we definitely gonna make a comeback, you know, as far as mm-hmm. bringing bringing it back up this way. You know, you gotta have diversity in the market. You know, once it gets oversaturated, then it's not really no fun because everyone's trying to perpetuate and uh, reinterpret the same sounds, and you know, so. Yeah, our brothers are but, smart, man. I like that. I wouldn't yeah. came up with that answer. I would have uh-huh. said something goofy, and it would have. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. Uh, yeah. knowledge is... But that's why y'all students of the game, man. That's why I lean mm-hmm. on people like y'all, man, who are students of the game, man, who study, man, because I can tell both of y'all do. Um, mm-hmm. Just based off the influences, just based on the sound, just based off just talking to y'all. You know what I mean? And um, that's what I enjoy about this show, man, being able to talk to, especially young brothers who are trying to do it the right way. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. who have the knowledge, who have the talent, who are really trying to work to make it. And that's what's going to make y'all better. Um, yeah. Because it's that grind, man. It's that um, I did it my way that really makes you appreciate that journey. Right. Um, so, and I feel like both of y'all going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, just speaking to both of y'all, man, and just seeing the passion, seeing the knowledge. Cause when you when you got to be a student or something, you can't play sports if you've never studied sports. Yeah, you know I mean, you get right, to jump yeah, out on the field. Right, and yeah. Expect you about to be Joe Montana or whatever that nigga's name is. Uh, <laughs> Montana. <laughs> but you know, because you, you can't, like, you can't be a doctor without studying. You can't just walk in the operating room. You know what I'm saying? Fresh off the streets with no knowledge, you be like, all right, let's cut this nigga open and see what he got going on. Like, it right. just don't work that way. So a lot of people don't realize that you need to one study. We had who was that, Chris? Uh Roger No, Law. Yeah, Law. yeah, yeah. Our guy, um, is is uh named Law. Planet he uh, goes by Planet Law. Um he's been doing it for a long time, you know, with some of the best, Smokey Robinson and all that. And he said mm. the first thing they told me was study. Study the music, study the notes, study your place. You know, like you said, finding your niche, study, you know what I'm saying, your sound. Like, what can you, what notes can you hit, what can't you hit? Because everybody mm-hmm. ain't meant to do that usher, you know what I'm saying, yeah, watch yeah. this and then, ah, that shit. No, everybody <laughs> right, ain't meant to do that. Right, right. See, I can't do it, so I ain't going to try to. I ain't going to hurt a million years like that. But you got to yeah, know yeah. what you can do. Know your limitations, because everybody can't get out here and start Jennifer Hudson <clears throat> riffing and all that, man. You know what I mean? Some of y'all got to be Beyonce, but whatever, man. That's, you know what I'm saying? You got to yeah, do what you got to do. Just, just know your lane. You know, everybody can't go twisting super fast rap, and you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So you gotta know, you gotta know what your limitations is. So that's why I look at y'all, and I say, y'all know, y'all know yeah. what y'all can do. You know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all push y'all limits, gotcha. and then you know, sometimes y'all try something new, and that's cool. But some people don't even know their limits. Only people don't know their starting point. Some people just jump out here and just think they're gonna pick up a mic and be. Curtis Blow, like that shit just they, right. That, right. there is natural yeah. talent, don't get me wrong, there's natural talent yeah. right, right, natural talent it is, there's some, yeah but, and see the fact you know, that you guys mentioned so many well-known bands and artists that's from the Ohio area there's artists out there who still tout Cleveland 
Columbus, Cincinnati, you know, Dayton. They still tout like they these were the cities to go to mm-hmm. to perform. Like they love yeah. coming, you know. So Cincinnati. so it's very appreciative when you see that type of stuff. Yeah. Where do you guys want to be in the next? I hate doing five years because that's such a vague number and it's such a long time away. If anybody can plan out shit for five years, you a different kind of breed of person, man. I'm gonna just tell you that. You're fucking mutant. Like nobody should know what they're gonna do in five years. That's just I'm sorry. That's just a different level of narcissism. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do this in five years. It's creepy to me, man. I don't trust nobody who can plan shit out that far. That's just it's me. This is some person. I got bugaboos, y'all. I got hangouts. Don't judge me. Judge yourself. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, let's say bugaboo. two years because, yeah, bugaboos, man. They hang us, man. You know, um, you that D Nash, you just had an album drop, yeah. Romance, you were working on one that's coming out in 2023, yeah. Well, my EP just dropped, my debut just yeah. dropped about a couple months ago, yeah. It's called The Rhythms of Romance, Rhythms of Romance. Look at that sounds hard. That's so hard. You guys got some fucking titles. There was another one you had. Um, I mean, let me see if I the mixtape that the showcase. No mixtape. No cost for romance and lyrics. Yeah, yeah, that's the mixtape. That would be no cost for it's no cost for lyrics and romance. Yeah, dog, that Um, is a name. Like y'all, let me ask y'all a question because I've always wondered this. Album names. Do, is that the first thing you think of or is that after everything is done? Because I've always wondered that because I never did an album, so I don't fucking know. So, you know, that's why I ask. We got to, we, we have me, me, questions. Me, I like personally, I do it first because, you know, um, I have to have a statement. I have to be inspired by something and I have to talk about one, you know, thing in a, in, a, in, a, in a sense I have to take and grasp and branch off these things so basically the album name is the seed and once it grows it can branch off to these songs you know what I'm saying and these ideas and uh, and then lines of the songs so on and so forth so it just expands and grows because you're trying to grow that tree so it's just like take the one stem you gotta you gotta grow it with the inspiration put that's the water inspiration is the water and then the motivation you know is the sunlight so it's just like you gotta mix you gotta you gotta basically mix that and start with the header because you can't write a story without a title you know what i'm saying you can't write a book without a title you know what i'm saying so i keep i treat my albums as books and chapters you know what i'm saying so the chapters are the songs the book title is is the album name title so for me i i gotta have the album title first. The way like he that. just described that broke it down. <laughs> I had too, to, man. man. Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> hey, man. I'm, like, I'm be out of the job soon. Y'all about to take over. They gonna forget I'm here in a minute. They gonna be like, man, what's that nigga doing up there in the corner? But y'all good, man. I give y'all that. Uh, romance, man. How do you come about with yours? What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Uh. Well, you know, um, I would probably say, well, the, the egg. <laughs> um, so my bad. I, I, mean, I, I tried to, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I was like, okay, I'm not into that. But um, for me, what I normally do is like I um, I I I'll write a few songs, 
or I'll um, I'll start one and have to come back to it and I'll just have different references. And then I'll flip through my pages like because I still have my old fashioned my book. I like to handwrite a lot of the stuff because it retains better when I handwrite it rather than, mm. you know, on an on a iPhone or something like that. So I'll go through it and I'll like uh, get a feeling for it, you know, and I'll pick out my top five or top ten, see if that goes with this. So like he said, it depends on what story I'm trying to tell. But um, for the most part, I think that I come up with the, the, the title after um, I get the body of work together. Um, because it's kind of like, you know, I don't want to switch it up too many times. So the the as far as the the mixtape that I mentioned, the lyrics are uh, no no cause for lyrics and romance. It was a, a, a friend of mine who was giving me some advice, and he had kind of gave me uh, a couple title names, and he was saying, well, with mixtapes, normally you put those out for free to kind of build the buzz in between your your debut and like a, a album. It's kind of like a filler. So he was like, man, you should call it no cost There's for something, for for whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, no cost for romance. I was like, nah, no cost for lyrics and romance, you know. So I switched it up like that. And that's kind of like how I came up with that topic because it's like it's lyrics both, like I explained to you, which I didn't, if the people don't know, you know, the romantic truth is the rap name. Romance is the R&B pop name. So, you know, it, it blends both of them. So lyrics and romance, is, you know. So that's how I came up with that concept, so. That's dope. I like that. I like that interpretation as well. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess sure. we don't matter anymore. Uh- <laughs> I'm just here to press buttons, man. I told you. I've been telling people this ain't my this this literally ain't my show. I'm just here to press buttons and ask a few questions and let y'all riff, man. That's all it's about, man. I'm just here. I'm just a conduit for love and romance and rap right now. I'm just here to. <laughs> spread the word, press a couple for, for buttons, man, and make sure everybody sound good and look good, man. I'm not even the host. Got you. Get shillings every oh. time I put live on. Um, yeah, I appreciate you, uh, you know, having having me on just overall, because you know, as I told y'all before, y'all are like my first sit down interview, so you know, it's an honor, you know. And uh, I look I forward to me sitting. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, brother. Yeah, I've, same. I've been finding out lately. We've been to. We've been, I've been, my, this show's been a, a lot of people's first interviews. So that one makes me proud, man, because I feel like we training ground. We're breeding ground to train artists and rappers how to talk to media. Because if you can mm-hmm. sit through our bullshit, you can sit through anybody's bullshit. Go figure. <laughs> None of this is professional. None of this shit's professional. None of these questions, shit's unprofessional. This is, if you can sit through the most unprofessional interview in your life, then when Katie Keurig, is Katie Kurt still doing shit with her old one badass? Anyway, uh, when somebody who's really important is asking you questions, you will be poised and centered because you shat through my bullshit. You shat through my bullshit and listen to me drone on about nothingness for 45 minutes. And I appreciate y'all. So you could have been anywhere else doing something else, but you guys are here with us and I appreciate it, man. And I enjoy yeah. being here. It's an honor to hear that when somebody be like, man, this is the first interview I did. That, that to me is a badge of honor. Because it means two yeah. things. One, we're doing something right that people actually want to be here in their first time. You know what I mean? They, it, they say it's never mind. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Well, you know, uh, you know, we can't end the night without, you know, us uh, giving giving these people a sample of our uh, of our gifts and our um, where to go get our music. You know, we can't do that. Leave oh, yeah, without no, that. we ain't done yet, brother. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know if you were dropping it. I know you and everything, but you know, I do. Nah, I'm just dropping. 
<laughs> I mean, it's your show. I said that, but they ain't all the way your show. So look your road, brother. No, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> Do your thing. Sorry, my bad, my bad. No, you good. No, you good, man. It's your show, man. Again, I'm just here to press buttons, man. Whatever y'all want to do, we can do it, man. Um, but yeah, it will be done. I will um make sure everybody get your guys in social medias, and it will be um in the audio description. So make sure I'll make sure that. But uh, I mean, if you guys want to give a sample, I mean, you know, I got time. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, right, right. I, I will let romance do it because I can't do it right now because I'm on the phone. My speaker broke, so I'll let romance take the show right now. I'll see what he got. Go ahead. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and do this real quick, brother. Let me. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> hold on, wait. Well, before you do that, hold on. Let me uh, let me get you. There you go. The stove. This the stage is yours. Welcome to America. All right, shit all right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> All right, so those watching, of course, I go by Romance, The Romantic Truth. That's R-O-M-A-N-C-E, The Sensitive Guy of Pop, Hip Hop, and R&B. That's The Romantic Truth, abbreviated T-R-T, The Gentleman of the Industry and the Rapper of Chivalry. So the song that I'm about to do is called Fallen. I'm going to just give you all a sample. It's on all streaming platforms. You know, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, just look up Fallen, Romance, The Romantic Truth. Vibe out to the EP, the rhythms of romance, and here we go, falling, falling. I can't believe, but I must admit that I'm falling. Try to fight it, I try to run, but I'm falling. I'm a hopeless romantic, no, I don't understand it, but it don't change the fact that I'm falling. No, I hate to say, but I must admit that I'm falling. Oh, try to fight it. I try to run, but I'm falling, falling. I'm a hopeless romantic. No, I don't understand it, but don't change the fact that I... Listen, let me clear my throat. Gave the pen to my heart and the song I wrote. If I ever fall in love again, I might choke. Haha, look at me, guess life's a joke. She was short, 5'2", just what I like. Like the movie Love Jones, poetry on sight. Trying to feed the blues in the front, funk in the right. She may be my knee long, you know, Mrs. Right. So I terminate the mothers like a job at will. Shaking when I see you, no, I can't sit still. Never even touch, but she affected how I feel. Lost in the eyes is another ordeal. Don't want to go left, so I bust that right. Turn around for a real woman's worth to fight. A good woman, not ratchet. Ooh, I just might. Love Island first class and I'm on that flight. I guess I'm falling. Oh, I hate to say, but I must admit that I'm falling. I'm falling, tried to fight it, I tried to run, but I'm falling, I'm falling. I'm a hopeless romantic, no, I don't understand it, but it don't change the fact that I'm falling. Yeah, so that was a little bit, dude. <laughs> Not bad. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I can like it. Yeah, yeah, uh, so that was... I thought he was gonna Man, bump the music. It? I thought he was gonna play the music. I thought he was gonna bump the, you know, the tunes up. I thought he was gonna uh, bump he the tunes. He out here, man. He natural performer. <laughs> My man does showcases, it. man. He be out here. Yeah, respect, yeah. Man. He got it. I respect oh, yeah. it. For sure, for sure. Appreciate that. Definitely a first. I'm not gonna lie. You might be the first acapella artist we had on stage, man. So let me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now nah, the um the, the music of the. I got it off my, my phone, so I would have had to reconnect, and I didn't want to, you know, 
do it that way. So, you know, right. but uh, I got the samples and stuff all already for you on a on a on a page and whatnot, and then like people you can click the link, vibe out. Of course, it sound a lot better on the uh with the with the music behind, but you got a little sample of it. So, you know. right, 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 right. Yeah, you brothers are dope. Let me say that. Um. Any other way to actually say it? Because not really. That's why I was trying to hesitate. Because I was looking. For, I was thinking maybe if I pause for a second, something else might pop in my head. But uh, I got nothing. You guys are amazing, man. Uh, there's no other higher thing I could say, man. Um, I've said it. You guys have the passion. You guys have the drive. That everything is there. Um, you know, it's all. It's, now it's just timing. Right. I was just putting yourself out there, keep making that, you know what I'm saying, consistent noise so people, you know what I'm saying, know you there. Because uh, it's only a matter of time. You know what I mean? Um, everybody has a different time, but when that time comes, you'll know. Um, and it's going to come for you guys. Mm. Um, I appreciate y'all for coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so, appreciate um, you for having us, man. You know, truly appreciate you for having oh, us no, in, uh, any, on the platform. Time. You know, like uh, I, I got, I got like a new respect for you because it's just like when I saw you, I said I don't do interviews like that, but I seen you talk to my mind, just like man, he dope. I can feel his energy. You know, I really, I said I don't do interviews with people. It's like my third interview. I really don't do it with people because it's just like I gotta have that that energy. You know what I'm saying? Like I really like your energy, so it's just like I had to like you know vibe with you on the show. It was a dope experience as well. Appreciate it. Today, my energy is uh, provided by uh, not Tiramana. I was going to um, say, it, it's not the Tiramana today? No. No, but man, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I believe one thing is that <clears throat> if I come, I've seen some interviews, I've been on some interviews where the host was just like, yeah, so uh, what do you guys like to do? Uh, 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 so what's next for you guys? Uh, how do you feel about the, uh, the, the, the what's going on in Sudan? Uh, do you, do, you, do you like what you do? And I was just like, damn, matter. that's fucking horrible. If I had to sit there and answer those questions, I would pick my eyelids out. Like that shit yeah. is horrible. So I believe if you gotta sit, let me tell you why. I played football, coach football, not great. Uh, neither at either, but the energy is what I loved. Like you gotta set the tone. Mm -hmm. You always gotta set the tone. So if I come on this show bland as fuck, the guests are gonna feel it. It's gonna look like I'm not into what they're doing or it's going to feel come off as disingenuous you know what i mean right. and i don't i would never want a guest to feel like i'm not into what they're doing so no matter how my day was or what's going on in the world i gotta bring that energy i had to set the tone for the show because if not everybody else is gonna see it you know what i'm saying you'll be like this nigga don't give two fucks he don't care and that's further from the truth but you know sometimes you go through stuff in life to where it just seems like you're down, but I always try to come to the show with my utmost energy, man, because I, I got to set the tone so people can feel it, man, because it makes you guys feel comfortable and it makes you guys feel like, you know what I'm saying, it's an involvement, which is nothing but the truth. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, some, sure. Somebody told me I need to calm down. Somebody was like, man, if you don't shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down, nigga might come to see you and his eyes got big like that I don't know why I was just like <laughs> fuck when he said you his eyes did this I was like man don't look at me and say you like that nigga that is creepy uh, but right. nevertheless yeah. man and always the most I appreciate both of you guys for coming um, 
So I got to get a little cliche. Uh, people who watch this show hear me say this about a billion times. And I'm going to say it a fucking billion times more. You don't like it. Who cares? I'm going to say it because it's the truth. Once you're here one time and you're always family, um, the door is always open. Got something need to promote. Just want to come on and talk shit, man, and just have fun. You know how to get at me. Um, I will never tell you no unless I have to or I didn't like you. And that's really far and few in between. But don't worry about that. You guys are good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. Uh, but no, nah, man, I do mean that. Um, I enjoyed having you guys. It won't be the last time. You guys are always welcome. Um, tell the people where they can find you guys, get all that good music, get in touch with you when they're ready to work and want to do more. You can find me at you. You can find me at all my socials at D Nash the rapper with an E. You know, it says with an A. Y'all can find me with the A, but with the E on Instagram. D Nash the rapper with the E, but it's A on everything else. You know, I lost my Instagram. You know, you know, bad thing. But yeah, D Nash the rapper with an E on Instagram. D Nash the rapper with an A on everything else. Everything else. Okay. Um, as far as me, um, on uh, like as I mentioned earlier, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and uh, even Title and uh, YouTube Music. Um, just type in "Romance: The Romantic Truth," uh, straight like that. Spaces in between, of course. Um, and then on Instagram, it's uh, at "Romance: The Romantic Truth 2020." And then uh, it's the same for TikTok: uh, "Romance: The Romantic Truth 20." Um, and, uh, yeah, you can look me up and vibe out to the music and the EP that just came out, the rhythms of romance, vibe out to that car, you know, download it, um, stream it, share it, you know, and, uh, and here on Facebook, uh, my name is Caleb Love Davis on Facebook, Caleb Love Davis. And then I also have an artist page, um, the romantic truth, romance, the romantic truth artist page. So I'm building that up right now. And uh, yeah, so next time I try to go live, I like, want to do like a live concert. I want to tag you guys in this so maybe we can uh, set up a day or something where I can uh, do an actual like, you know, 20 minute set or something. I like to do that to promote the project, mm. and everything, you know, uh, sometime this fall. So I'll be in touch about you that. Know, that'd be that dope. Me, man. Yeah, that'd yeah. be dope. <laughs> For sure. Chris, yeah. talk to the people. Yo, 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 it's your man on the wall, Chris Fury. Uh, tune in tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. I'm talking to Rich Singletary, a.k.a. the, the uh, Creative Theory. He's one of the people on the team creating Broken Beat, the anime series. You want to check this out. I should have some media showing up tomorrow. Uh, I'll also be doing a movie giveaway, so tune in for that. Uh, Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, same channels. Hit Blurred's Eye View on IG. You'll get to the link to all the bios. Uh, we are doing a little giveaway for our very own Candy B. She is expanding her uh, uh, venue for event planning, so she's finding less and less time to pile around with us low lifes. But that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's still it's it's all in good fun for her uh, and for us. But yeah, tune in. Go to the IG page, Blurred's Eye View. Hit you for all those all those socials, all the links. Tune in to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell. You get Fury's reaction reviews and past shows and much, much more. So that's my spiel. And I'm speaking to it. Though. All right, because I'm lazy and I don't feel like doing all that talking because I talked for the last uh, hour and 47 minutes. Y'all can read. Reading is fundamental. People try it. Um, 
I gotta thank our guest, man, Romance the Romantic Truth. D Nash coming from Cincinnati. Um like I said, Appreciate man, we doing uh the giveaway for wife like on Instagram. Uh next week, I'm bringing back the game shows, people. Next week we playing damn how old are you? And I got three contestants. Brooke Moore, CL Brown, and Brandon Janu. So we're gonna play damn how old are you? Um they're gonna and they're playing for a chance to win Rick's uh Chitlin Dinners. Uh, so shout out to Rick's Chitlin Dinners for sponsoring um the show next week. Um it's beautiful. Um Woo! they got Great so Depression, guess- Government, and Poverty Flavors now. So it's fucking I'll provide the can't miss that. Who don't want to win that? $150 worth of chitlins. Woo, Lord. Mm. Best way to eat is throw them shits in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then the week after that, I'm bringing back three to hard way. It's going to be another game show. So got two game shows. I don't have the contestants for that yet, but we're bringing that back. Also, if you haven't already, go check out the Chambers Effect with the lovely and wonderful and talented uh, Celeste and Leah Brown. Lamar Lester of Defining Enterprises. They have a lot of good old things going on. And it was also their first podcast. So first of many. Um also the 4C event, man, is still going down. Uh still in the works. Got actually at the end of this month, man, I might have some breaking news, man. So the event is going down. So all content creators, podcasters, musicians, artists, everything. Come on down July 23rd, man. It's gonna be a party up in Cleveland. Uh discussion panel. Partying. You know what I'm saying networking, co-mingling with other content creators, musicians, artists, small businesses, vendors, you know what I'm saying? The whole nine yard. Come on down. Uh, it's going to be beautiful, man. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I actually had a phone call today that took a lot of weight off my back, man. It was like Brock Lesnar on my shit and I was walking around and then they told me something. And I just, yeah, get off me little nigga. Um, but I'm looking forward to that, man. Um, so I can't wait. Like I said, tune in next week, man. Funny games, interactive with the audience, man. Maybe y'all can help these people win this Chitlin dinners. Hundred fifty thousand worth of Chitlins, man. I can't wait. Shout out to Rick's Chitlins. Um, he also sponsored our Super Bowl party that everybody got sick at. So I don't know <laughs> if I want to. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I probably shouldn't have we'll said talk that about legally. That later. Legally, yeah. I probably shouldn't have said that. But uh, man, like I said, thanks to Romance for coming on, man. Uh, it was sure, an honor. Yeah. Uh, meeting you the first time, man. Like I said at the event, seeing the passion, man. Seeing you walk around with that, I'm about to kill somebody. Face it was just a game face. I get it. Um, yeah, can't help but I got the broad man. shoulders. I get it from the family. Yeah, I was like, man, this nigga. Brother. I don't know who owe him money, but they better pay this man nah. right now. Uh, <laughs> shout out to D Nash, man. Um, like I said, his mom was on last week. Um, it's a beautiful thing. She was like, I'm gonna send my son to you guys. Um, for an interview and he hit me up and like i said man it's wonderful man um all are welcome this show is for the people a lot of people they say no uh no hidden agendas i don't do this because uh i want i have to i do it because i want to um i enjoy talking to artists of all kinds podcasters whoever man if you got a story to tell we would love to talk to you whether it's your first time or your millionth time man come on through um as you can see at the bottom of the screen, I ain't hard to get at. My inbox is always open. My emails is always open, and I'm always checking, and I'm always working. Oh, I forgot to say this. Uh, we are still top 10, baby. We're still top 10. Let me bring it up real quick, man. Uh, yes, if you go to Good Pods and you look us up, 
Thank you, sir. I'm about to right, real quick, man. You enjoy Much your love. night. Y'all too, uh, man. Take it easy, bro, man. Appreciate you. We'll get at you. All right. Uh, number six in indie music. Number seven in uh, music interviews. And number 10 in indie entertainment. That's all top 10, baby. The show is top 10. We, we out here. We went from four, four, nine to six, seven, ten. But we still out here, man. Still top 10. So you already know. If we top 10, you need to be here. Stop playing games. Two years running, man. Out here ready to win awards and shit. Stop playing with my name. Uh, I don't usually get cocky and, you know what I'm saying, get talkative about my shit, but the numbers don't lie, people. And the numbers don't lie. They speak for themselves. Uh, So that's our show. Like I said, man, tune in. I'm sorry. Uh, Tune in. It's that time, baby. It's that time. It's been so great. Um, When I talk about myself, I get tired. Um, I don't usually do it. So forgive me, y'all. I'm cranky. Um, Appreciate our guests, man. Appreciate everybody who's made season six so great so far. But don't forget, we ain't done yet, man. It's still, still, we still got time. If you want to come on the show, just say that. Stop playing like you don't want to be on here. You know you want to be on here. You know you want to join in. But anywho, man, you know what time it is, man. We're going to leave y'all with the white You have been listening to What the Shit, a product of Black Legacy Productions and WMIC Media.